Hello! Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Blooming From Within podcast. It's been over three months. It's been a while, I know. Well, the summer happened and I got caught up with a lot of things. And also, um, I really wasn't sure what I wanted for the direction of this podcast, which kind of just started out of um, on the fly. I just wanted to dabble in podcasting. But I found this newfound desire to get back into podcasting and also blogging. I released a brand new blog uh, two days ago, and it felt so nice to blog. Um, I just love to share. I don't know why. Sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like, or I shame myself because I'm like, why do you share so much? But I don't know. It's just something that I like to do. I don't know why. It's just something. And Instagram is one of my favorite things, but there's only so much you can write. And, um... Most of the time, I feel people are just looking at the pictures anyways, so podcasting and blogging is somewhere where I feel like I can fully express what I want to say. Um, so I want to just talk a little bit of a recap of this past year for me, um, 2020, COVID, pandemic, we all are experiencing lots of emotions, um, and I want to talk a little bit about anxiety, because anxiety is at an all-time high. And um, even people who haven't experienced anxiety in the past are experiencing it now. And honestly, we can't. How do we blame them? How can we blame ourselves? We have not been in a situation like this before. So uh, the past three months specifically, as things started to open up again, things started to come back on our schedule, um, my anxiety was pretty bad. Um, I was, I'm like, I can function with anxiety, but there are moments, especially like when I'm alone, that it's hard for me to deal. And I found some really great tools to help ease my mind. My Bible, prayer, meditation, taking a bath, journaling, reading. But there's been three specific tools that are not so healthy that I have been using, and I want to talk about them. So one is social media. Um, I have been just mindlessly scrolling. Mindlessly. That's the word I want to um, highlight there. Mindlessly scrolling and um, just seeking a way to get out of my head. But that's not really getting out of my head because I'm trying to silence my thoughts, yet everyone else's thoughts on social media are just coming back into my brain, perpetuating the anxiety hamster wheel. So that's been one. Um, two, mindlessly eating. So um, there's, I find that when I am experiencing a lot of anxiety, I just want to munch on something. So specifically chips. I try not to buy chips because of that reason, but my husband, Sean, he loves to buy chips. So I find myself middle of the day while I'm working from home, just mindlessly chip after chip after chip. And then afterwards I feel horrible because who wants to eat a whole bag of chips, you know? And again, I use that word mindlessly. I don't not want to eat chips but I don't want to eat them mindlessly. Wow, that was a tongue twister. And third, which I think is um, a huge one for a lot of us, alcohol. Now, I love some wine, maybe a cocktail, some beers during the summer, but I was getting to the point where I was, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go specific about how much, because then everyone can compare, be like, oh, you don't have a problem. And someone else could be like, oh, wow, that's a lot of alcohol. We're all different, right? But I was going to alcohol to silence my mind, relax, and just um, relax, you know? Which, you know, that's great. But, I mean, that's not great. You know, one glass of wine, great. 
But then when you just start to drink too much to the point where the next day you're like not at your A game and um, just then it turns into not not just on the weekends, now on Monday you're having a couple drinks and whatever. And I found that I was just not feeling great. And perfect timing, October, a lot of people are doing sober October. So it's been um, like almost a week that I haven't had anything to drink. I'm getting a head start. It's only October 2nd, but I started last week. And um, that, again, was mindlessly. I just wanted to, I wanted to numb. And it's never good to use any substance, even if it's any substance, really, to numb. We, uh, sometimes we have to face our, our anxiety, our fears, and our, and our feelings. We can't just numb it out, or else it's just going to always be suppressed. Um, so, speaking of fears and anxieties and all that, my number one anxiety and my number one fear what is, was, and is losing someone I love. Um, I'm not so much afraid of death for myself. I know this is a little morbid, but hey, it's something that, you know, we all have to face, right? I'm not so much afraid of losing myself, like dying, because uh, of my faith. I know that there is a way better place after this for me. So that just brings me peace. But having to live with one of without a loved one scares the scares me to death. Um, I am lucky enough to not have experienced a lot of death in my immediate circle, and um, unfortunately, it's something that is going to happen. It is inevitable. Uh, you know, we no one's gonna get around it. We are all dying in a sense. Every day we're closer to that point. And you can use, that could scare you or you can use it as inspiration. And um, I'm going to circle back to that towards the end of this episode. But um, another thing that has been causing me anxiety is this desire to just arrive. Um, I know that God placed this, this desire in my heart to share, to help, to inspire other, especially other people, but especially women. And I am so glad and grateful that I do that through Bloom Flourish Fitness, my online fitness community. Um, but I've been seeking, I'm like, how can I help more women? I need to reach more women. I need to um, have a successful business and all of that, whatever successful means. But when you when you get so focused on arriving, on making it, when I was so focused on reaching the masses, I got away from focusing on the people that were right in front of me because Honestly, I think it's not so much about helping thousands and millions of women. It's about, or people, it's about helping, inspiring, motivating, loving the people that are right around you. And that sends a ripple effect. And, you know, maybe you grow and start touching more lives. But I was kind of getting caught up, especially due to my higher social media consumption, this idea of building a, a six-figure business, building a million-dollar business, and having thousands of women in your Facebook community and all of that. And and I was so caught up with it that I was I was really forgetting to just be in the moment and appreciate my the community that I have now. And and also I was so caught up in building something that I was neglecting my family, the people right in front of me that I that I have, I'm having this anxiety because I don't want to lose them, yet I was neglecting them. Isn't that interesting? So, um, that was something that was causing me anxiety, and that's another thing that I had to face, and I've decided to just come back, step back, and reframe. 
And usually at the end of a year, the last quarter, I get so amped up and I put my goals on like, uh, I dial it up on my goals and I set these big audacious intentional goals. But I am actually going to simplify my goals for the rest of this year, the rest of 2020. And that is to just nurture, love, appreciate and enjoy those around me, my current my current community, my current businesses, and just um, love on them. And also to enjoy the simple things. Um, I think we get caught up in that point when your business makes six figures or a million dollars, or that point we get caught up in that big vacation, or when we are going to buy that house, when we become debt-free. But life is more so made up of simple moments, just the ordinary mundane things that happen throughout our day. And if that's the, if we're living for those big things, we're only living a couple of times throughout our life. So I want to just appreciate the ordinary, um, find the extra, find the extraordinary in the ordinary. You know what I mean? Um, so that's where I'm at. That's what the rest of this year is going to look like for me. Um, and I just want to give you um, some inspiration going to the rest of this year by talking about this book that I was reading when I came to the um, conclusion that my biggest fear was losing loved ones. I'm reading this book called Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, amazing book. It came at the perfect timing for me. And um, I'm going to try and sum up the five the five regrets, but um, hopefully I don't botch them up because I don't have them in front of me. One was basically allowing yourself to live your authentic life and not living the life that others expect of you, right? So that was pretty awesome, and I have I have realized that authenticity is key. <laughs> you know, um, actually, today I had a moment. I'm going to be super, super vulnerable right now. Okay, you ready? I was watching um, a video on Rachel Hollis's Instagram. I love Rachel Hollis, right? She has a sh the Rachel Hollis show on Quibi now. And it was a clip. And my first instinct was, she's being so fake. This is so uncomfortable. This is so awkward. And then I was like, but is she? And then I realized... I was being, I was feeling intimidated by her authenticity. So inside I flipped it and said, she's being so fake. And the reason why is because I, it shows me that there are places in my life where I am not being 100% authentic. It's really hard to be authentic, right? Because, you know, we all try to act in such a way to be accepted. I mean, that's a survival instinct back, you know, if we weren't, if we didn't fit in, we couldn't survive. I'm not going to go into that. But anyways, I love Rachel Hollis and I'm glad that she taught me that lesson, but I'm just being vulnerable. I really try to, I really try to just love on everybody and see the bright side. But sometimes that little instinct inside of you says, ew, you know, why is she being like that? And then most of the time you have to look at yourself and realize what about them is actually something in you that you're seeing. Okay, another regret of the dying was um, I wish I would, wouldn't have worked so hard. And that was a big lesson. Obviously, I just talked about how I was focusing so hard on building this, this business where I could touch thousands of lives and then I was forgetting about those at home. And that was the point. A lot of us work, 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 work 
especially sometimes to keep us busy, that we forget what's right in front of us. And at the end of the day, we do not want to regret that. Another one was, I wish I would have stayed in touch with my friends. And it that really kind of hit me because um, I have Bloom Flourish Fitness, BFF. BFF stands for Best Friends Forever. And I realized that there are some friends that I have neglected in this journey of building BFF. So that was a realization that did not feel well. And I, I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I know going forward, I want to live as much as, um, as much of a regret-free life as possible. I also want to walk my talk, you know? I don't want to just say, hey, I'm everyone's BFF. Like, was isn't that Rachel from Friends, everyone's best, fr everyone's best friend? I don't know. Maybe I made that up. But I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the, I embody BFF, yet I'm neglecting my BFFs, you know? So um, that was something that, that I had a lesson to learn there. Um, for the life of me, I can't remember the fourth one, but I do know the fifth one is... I wish I would have allowed myself to be happy. I wish I would have let myself be happy. And in the book, she says, happiness is a choice. And we can let this whole year uh, prevent us from experiencing happiness. And we're like, oh, well, let, let's just get to the end of the year because in 2021, I'll be happy. Well, how about you think about all the other years prior to 2020? Um, I know that I always see memes that are like, oh, well, forget this year. Next year will be my year. Like, this year was horrible or whatever. Um, so, yes, 2020 happened to us. But in general, a lot of us allow our external circumstances to um, determine whether we are happy or not. And uh, happiness is a choice. Happiness, you know, this is why this whole podcast is called Blooming From Within. Because it's from within that we... Um, become happy, that we experience joy. If we're waiting for happiness or joy to come to us, it could happen here and there. Of course, things happen that cause us to be happy, but that's only, that comes and goes. We have to start. We have to make ourselves happy. We have to experience joy within ourselves in order for our lives to be more joyful. And, um, Speaking of joy, that's our topic in Bloom Flourish Fitness this month. I'm talking about joy and how can we experience more joy and how can we spread more joy? Um, and I just want to say that I think now, especially this time of year, now more than ever, we need more joy, love, compassion, empathy, kindness. We need all of those things. It's going to be easy to try to not have those things, especially all these differing opinions and these just the hate that's out there and the division and just social media is out of control. But focus on within. Don't let those external circumstances harden you. Change who you are at your core because at your core, you are a loving person. I know you are. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were a horrible person, I don't think. So, Let's spread more joy, happiness, kindness, and going forward, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to challenge you to do the same. One of my favorite songs is Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. Love that song. Makes me cry every time. But why should we wait to be on our deathbed to be like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. I wanted to do all these things or let's do this, let's do that. Let me call this person that I, I should 
um, talk to. I didn't haven't talked to them in a while. Instead, let's show up every single day as if it could be our last day because it really could. I don't want to be morbid. I want that to inspire you. Show up every single day as if it could be your last. And also, love others. Anything you say, anything you do, have it come from a place of love. Please, the world needs more of that. And if you can just send someone a smile, make someone's day, you could brighten their mood. It could be someone who has been experiencing so much anxiety, depression, fear. Maybe they're in a an abusive relationship, you know, um, the stay-at-home thing brought a lot more domestic abuse and all of that. Like, you never know who, what's going on behind someone's angry face or, or meanness. You never know. And your smile could change their whole day. Um, I mean, it makes me think. It almost makes me emotional. Uh, suicide is up, right? And your smile, your niceness could stop someone from taking their own life. Um, I know that's crazy to think, but you really never know. So it's all about perspective. And um, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of the year, the next three months. I'm just going to come from a place of love, bring joy, experience joy, live every day as if it could be my last, and just um, enjoy the simple things, enjoy the simple moments, because those are the moments that matter. So if you're still listening, I appreciate you, and, um, you're doing awesome. You've survived this far in 2020. Uh, make it, this could still be the best year yet. We still have three months. Uh, make it the best, and I will chat with you in the next episode.